He refuses to believe He's me. He's waiting for you to Don't invite edit that him. out. I won't. In fact, <laughs> I'm going to make it the new theme song. <laughs> Why are you texting me? 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 I like it. <laughs> yeah, that could work. What's after breakfast? What's before lunch? It's Austin, Texas. It's weird brunch. I have a question. What? So I was saving this because I got freaked out about it yesterday. Is it about Ariana Grande? No. Okay. Do y'all believe in bad omens? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you have something dead on your porch? I had three bad things happen to me. Nope. Oh, no. Number one, I got home from San Francisco. Hate it. And... (laughs) was awful i wasn't in san francisco anymore uh no john and i are walking back to the car the trip has been like really great really chill and whatever we're walking back and i'm rolling my suitcase as you do through the parking lot and my suitcase kind of slows down and i'm like eh, something's caught in it and i walk a little bit and then i'm it hasn't dislodged whatever the rock i thought was in there and i go to look at what it is i hate it and it's a beheaded pigeon and i had been dragging it under my bag for like at least 20 steps because i thought it was just nothing that's straight out of get out it was horrifying that that pigeon's gonna tell some other pigeons to get out yeah (laughs) so the second bad thing so that was on tuesday yeah then on sunday i was moving my orchid that i've owned forever it's like the only plant i've ever made live and it had this big new like growth of like leaves and stuff and it was definitely going to sprout some type of stem and grow flowers and i was moving it and it just broke off almost kind of on its own and i was like this is upsetting, but obviously it's not as traumatizing as a pigeon. Dead pigeon. Um, yeah, that's still and then <gasps> yesterday, Monday. So we have this Santa Muerte candle mm-hmm. on the little thing right by our door. Mm-hmm. And it's like a figurine candle of Santa Muerte. It looks like a wax grim reaper. And John left in the morning to go to work and I hadn't left yet. The door closed and this other thing that was next to Santa Muerte falls off and I go to grab this other thing that fell off to and put it back up and the fucking Santa Muerte candle was broken in half, but it didn't fall off the shelf. It was just in half. It's still on our shelf. Right? I think it's because we talked about Santa Muerte. I'm just, I don't know. I feel like that's three bad omens and I... I feel weird about it and I'm not one to buy into all that stuff, but it creeped me out. I think we put it all on the Morte Colte. I'm scared to talk right now. I'm sorry. Are you? I yes. I melted I the Santa Muerte candle back together somewhat so it hadn't so it wouldn't stay apart because that freaked me out more. Oh, so I don't know, I don't know if better? I I think you just sold your soul, dude. Yeah, that sounds like some Did s- I? pet cemetery shit to try to melt. But the Santa Muerte, like we talked about, is a good like she's helping people yeah, into when, death. But when death dies, <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
I don't know. That's zombie stuff. Are that you, that was three things that happened to me that were kind of I weird. I think that pigeon body is going to come back looking for its head. I'm okay with that. Okay. <laughs> if that's, that's like the worst that happens, I'm okay with that. That's I'm your goal, not. To return the... I no? feel like that could be the the worst thing. Like, I'd rather a not... Headless pigeon? Yeah, I'd rather not have a headless pigeon harassing me for a head that I don't have anymore. <laughs> it's Fair better point. than a you didn't headless keep the horseman. Head? You gotta keep the head. I didn't see the head. I, mean, I only saw the body. Think about trying to have sex with some headless pigeon. Why would I have sex, have sex with, with it? it? No, don't have sex with it, but like with Wait, it in the room. <laughs> with it, Y'all didn't let me finish at all. With it in the room being like, give me my head back. Uh, I don't. It can't say that because it has no head. Fair, yeah, how would you, you know, know what it means? You know what it wants. I mean, if, if any animal's going to watch me fuck, I want it to be a headless one. Yeah, it's not even watching. Because it's not even watching. It's, it's just, just sort of feeling there. your vibes, man. Yeah, it's probably the only joy it gets left in its life now that its head's gone. Is watching you fuck. Or just feeling the vibes. Language. Feeling you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> feeling the Blah. vibrations. The good vibrations. And this went from bad to worse. <laughs> I'm sorry I brought it up. I just no. haven't talked about it a lot this week. And I told John and he was like, you and your omens. And I was like, I feel like this is this is a lot of things. Because yeah. it didn't occur to me when Santa Muerte broke. I was like, this is creepy. And then I thought of the other two things that had happened pretty recently. And then I was like, fuck. <sighs> so anyways, wow. I'm cursed. Have and you had all any weird dreams? Yeah. yeah, I have weird dreams all the time. Have they gotten weirder or less weird? Well, it's only been a night since Santa Muerte broke in half. But like since you got back from... San Francisco. I just got I mean, like a really yeah. weird just chill, Francisco, by the way. Did you? Did something yeah, move your hair a little bit? I didn't care for Ooh! that. You didn't just come back from San Francisco. Knock on wood. You came back from Alcatraz. That's true. You woke up <gasps> all sorts of demons. I didn't even think about Sat that. Sat on that toilet what like if a I, big old dummy. I did. <laughs> what if I brought something back with me? You did. You probably you saw those heads. Herpes. Those paper I did. I, see the, I saw the paper And then you, you stole the head of a pigeon and then the head fell off Santa Muerte. Oh my I would God. wear a turtleneck for at least a week. <laughs> Because your head is in danger. A Christian week. Girl. Yes. A Christian, <laughs> a Christian week. week, which is seven years. Is that it? That's how it works. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. That's, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know, know if my head's going to fall off, but I, I assume. I have a little green ribbon around it yeah. at the very oh, least. Oh, just like yeah. that story. <laughs> I don't Do know. Do you have a his? No, I'm not going to get real with it. I'm not going to get real with All it. Right. Well, because if it, like your head's not going to fall off. You're right. No. But. Do you have a, uh, any history of mental illness in your family? Like, are you going to lose your mind? Um, oh. Well, the women know, as far as I know, and all the men die very young. So. Mm, not fair. I don't really know. Okay. I mean, my dad's an alcoholic. Does that count? No. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Maybe I'll be the first to go crazy then. Well, that Maybe. would be the sign is that it was because of all this stuff. And not mm-hmm. just, you know. Yeah, this Are is step one. Bad crazy. Yeah, this is how you start. This is uh, step one, bitch. <laughs> well, okay. Right. Y'all, I might order a pizza. Maybe we can get sponsored by Domino's and White Claw. I feel like if you get if White Claw, happens, the Domino's comes for free. Because Domino's is like, give us on that bandwagon. Like, they're not that hard up. Domino's is not bad. No, I I like all the cheap pizzas. Wow, Karina, you just shut down. <laughs> she emotionally, 
physically. Yeah. That was a full shutdown when I said it's I not bad. The minute she you was said like, that, I literally thought of my bed. If you can't like, say yeah. something nice, yeah. don't say it at all. Mm-hmm. And she just shut her mouth. And sleep. Go to your safe space. Go to your safe space. I did. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't have any food for you. I was, I mean, there's dip, mixed up seven layer dip. Yeah. <laughs> Order one, a pizza. One layer it, with seven. That's what you feel like. No, I just feel like I'm going to eat more than just, like, I've already eaten most of this Eat all dip. of it. That's what it's I'm, there for. I'm a terrible human. And if other people want to eat, I was thinking maybe I would order. Well, I'm going to slide off my high horse and say I did stop at Wendy's on the way here. So I'm good. What kind of high horse is it where you can just slide off? Ooh, the kind she's, that's made of fast food. Side saddle also. <laughs> Gross. It's kind of a greasy Real horse. Oily, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Spongy. Ugh. Spongy. Spongy, greasy horse. What a weird horse that would be. Are you trying to get this podcast started? What? Jeez. Me? I'm Karina Magyar. <laughs> I'm Lisa Friedrich. And I'm Whitney Lamond. This is Greasy Horse Brunch. Woo! <laughs> Yeehaw! That's <laughs> weird. Would y'all eat at a place called the Greasy Horse? Yes. Uh, yeah. It depends on where it is for me. Yeah. In Belgium, sure. In Belgium, that's where you're going. What if it was in? They eat horse. Um. Yeah. Lubbock. Yes. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Is uh, the Panhandle okay. for okay. sure? Okay. Yeah. What I'd if it was in, in Galveston? No. no. <laughs> That's true. Though, I don't know if I'd want to eat most places in Galveston. Yeah. I would eat at a place called like Landfish or something gross. Landfish? Like aquatic. Landfish? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> the sand ass. <laughs> the sandy clam. <laughs> now that I'd eat at. But yeah. our clams aren't sandy. <laughs> I've eaten. Never mind. I'm not gonna go <laughs> I've there. eaten a few <laughs> sandy I've clams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> It's like a cat. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the other way to get a pearl necklace. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was really brilliant. Oh, my God. Oh, we put fuck. this out on the Sabbath, too. We oh, do. The oh Christian well. Sabbath. The Christian Sabbath. The beginning of the very important yes. Christian week. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to know what a Christian week is. I don't fucking know. Okay. Someone made it up. I forgot if it was one of y'all. It now. was me. It was you. Okay. Yeah, you're all alone on this one. It's per <laughs> usual. <laughs> Speaking of people who are all alone, I've got a story to tell. Oh, oh. Are you trying to start your story? Yeah. Are you trying to start your story? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's hate each other the whole time. <laughs> no, I hate it when we do that. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Uh, okay. So there's this place. In the middle of the Atlantic Ocean called Tristan da Cunha or Tristan da Cunha. That sounds like or Cunho, a guy who was born in 2001. Well, yeah. close. It was a guy who was born in 1501. It also sounds okay. like a drag king. Like he if was I was a drag king. Tristan da Cunha. That would be my A name. Portuguese sailor, which is pretty close to what a drag king is. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it is literally the farthest piece of land from any other piece of land on the planet like it's 1500 miles from the nearest speck of dust between south america and africa atlantis yeah kind of but it's above okay land lantis sometimes thank you land (laughs) that is exactly what it is (laughs) i'd eat there 
So yes. it's called Tristan de Cunha because in uh, 1500 something, a guy sailed by and discovered it, and his name was Tristan de Cunha. And he decided to name it Tristan de Cunha, which was kind of a dick move. Usually when you name something, you name Who it after that? like whoever paid for your boat. Or like or your fine bitch or, or your whoever. favorite saint or yeah, 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 the finest bitch in the realm. But he just Did like he named pay it after for his himself. own boat. He did. I don't know what he was doing, but he just saw it, named it after himself, and then kept on fucking sailing. And then because it was so far from anything, nobody went back and visited it for a few hundred years. That's pretty fucking tight, though. Yeah. Honestly, like if I was walking down the mall and I saw a store and I was <laughs> like that, I'm going to name that Lisa Friedrich. <laughs> Lisa Friedrich. And of it was Hollywood. so far away yeah. from yeah. any other store that nobody else went there. And it just yeah. got to stay Lisa Friedrich for 300 years. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. Um, it's actually three islands. There. He didn't know that because he was in such a hurry to name shit after himself. But there was three yeah. islands. There's one named group. Tristan, the other one Day, and the other one Cunha. <laughs> okay, the names are cool. Uh, so anyway, there's uh, the th- one of the three got discovered because people kept kind of going back there. It changed hands a lot of times, uh, and they named one Guff. <laughs> guff yeah i don't know what that was from like from i don't want up. none of your guff yeah the G- beautiful island of but with guff. g's and h's in it so i'm guessing it was some scottish person who did it and then uh the other one got named inaccessible island by the french <laughs> no <laughs> because they couldn't fucking land on it because it's a volcano that just goes straight up out of the ocean and it has no beaches and they tried to land on it to see what was there because usually where there's a volcano there's some cool shit they couldn't and that's just what they called it. And that's what everybody said it was. I got your unaccessible island right here. Yeah, baby. Uh, <laughs> Straight out of the ground. Celebrate <laughs> so Get on it. So anyway, they're, they're, they're sitting there for 300 years. <laughs> you can't get on it. God damn. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So these islands are just sitting there in the ocean getting dry and salty for 300 years. And, uh, dry and salty. Oh, yeah. Um... Some Americans, fuck yeah, from Salem, Massachusetts, mm. were whaling in the Atlantic Ocean. And, and they were whaling like all over the place, obviously. They went all the way down to Inaccessible Island. So they killed orcas. women and also the most majestic creatures. Yes. This is how they made their money. Haven't you read a Nantucket Nectar's bottle cap? No, I've just seen Winona Ryder naked or whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What does that have to do with whaling? Oh, no, I was thinking about Demi Moore and the Scarlet Letter. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I've seen Winona Ryder. You can, if you try. Google it. Yeah, Google you, it. You got to Google pretty hard, but. So open mouth. Somewhere in there. What was the story? Okay, yeah. So Did I distract you by a naked Winona Ryder? You did. Hell yeah. Yeah, you did. I think I know your type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was uh, Moby Dicking around and he was following some orcas and he finds the islands again. He knew they were Tristan de Cunha, but he's, he looked around. He didn't see anybody else. There was nobody on the island. He landed on it with his three whaling buddies and he renamed it the Islands of Refreshment. Oh. And he what? declared himself the king of the Islands of Refreshment. This sounds like a Fanta commercial. <laughs> and he. One uh, refreshment. He decided that he and his three buddies were the kingdom of refreshment. And he said that he named it that so that anybody who came knows that they would get like, you know, food and water because they're nice people. But it's his kingdom. Fuck off. He just wanted to be his own king. Are there natural resources on the island? 
There's some water. Okay. I mean, water is There's a, big a lot part. of whales and a lot of seals and a lot of elephant seals. Stuff Ooh, those like that. guys are mean. That is fatty, fatty, and fatty. Yeah. It's very paleo. Um, so Very paleo. <laughs> water and whale fat. And look how thin I am. <laughs> it would work. All right. What I'm did he do? Sandy clams. Anyway, he 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 colonized it or whatever. Um, with his two friends. With his three friends, one of whose name was Thomas Curry, and there was also an unnamed apprentice boy. We can guess what he was for, and then uh, his other friend Andrew Millet. Anyway, Pulling in the boats. Yeah, they were just sitting there. They brought their geese. They brought their chickens on to the island. They brought their cattle. Sounds like the apprentice boy was in charge of the animals. Mm-hmm. And they brought in the pigs. Um, and then they went around, uh, with his dog, who was the fifth subject. Wait a minute. Were they out whaling with all this shit? Yeah. Cause like you would go on these long journeys. So you'd carry your food with you. So this is their food. You got it. It's like yeah. pilgrimaging on the high seas. You got to live off the land anyway. So they, so that's a thing. They planted some cabbage, some beets, some carrots, some parsnips cause they were old timey and some lettuce. Anyway, none of it grew, and five weeks after they landed there, they went out fishing, and they died. Bye. <laughs> so it was the islands of refreshment for it's a few a weeks. Build up for <laughs> the oh. only person who survived was Thomas Curry. Oh, I wanted it to be the apprentice boy. Nope, Thomas Curry survived, and he kind of like put out some distress calls, and he got in a boat, and he managed to tell people about it. But he still considered himself now the new king of islands of refreshment. So he invited some more settlers to come. And people started to take an interest. He was the only... Now that there was some livestock. Inheriting person. Yeah. And so, meanwhile, in the 1820s, one of these whaling ships from somewhere, or one of these tr- travel ships that was going through the area, kind of exploring, came through, and it was called the Blendon Hall. And the Blendon Hall was trying to get to Tristan de Cunha to stop by and sample some of their refreshment. Mm-mm-mm. And they crashed. Oh, no. And they crashed on Inaccessible Island. My pussy. And yeah, the Inaccessible Island has only one approachable beach, and it's. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, it does. And it's circled by red, bumpy reefs. You have to go down on it first, <laughs> and then you can enter. Very treacherous. It's like Moana. <laughs> when the yes. light and the sun. Yep. Yep. So. <laughs> Okay, they crash on the reefs and they are slowly sinking and they're not very good at what they do. And what the thing was, they had all these passengers and they had these sailors and the sailors and the passengers were fighting the whole voyage. So they were not getting along. And at one point, all the sailors who were supposed to help the passengers uh, put up their middle fingers, got on a boat and just rode away and just left all the passengers (laughs) with the captain (laughs) back on the boat. (laughs) So they just went to the island, which they thought was the Isle of Refreshment slash Tristan de Cunha, but it was it was not. It was. A they got to the one volcano. little beach. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, the boat's slowly sinking, and they start scrambling together with like canvas and wood, trying to put together some stuff. And they quickly discovered that everybody was going to drown because their clothes were too heavy. So all like twenty five of them stripped off all their clothes, even even the women and the children. And like got on some little tiny pieces of wood and like Titanic on a door floated their way into the island and everybody except one person survived the wreck. So they land on the beach, all these naked passengers and the captain 
And then the sailors with their clothes are like looking at him like, oh, shit, we didn't think you'd make it. So they feel real bad and start sharing <laughs> their clothes. So now everybody's wearing like a strip of cloth or whatever. And now they're on Inaccessible Island, the first human beings to ever set foot on it. And they don't even know where the fuck they are. They think they're on the other one, but they try to explore and they can't because of all the cliffs. Mm-hmm. They're stuck there on sand next to a reef they can't go out and fish in. And what are they going to do, right? Fuck. Farther away from land than you could possibly get. So uh, some of the food washes up on shore. More importantly, some of the liquor does. And so they crack open some casks. The sailors all start getting really drunk and useless, just laying around on the beach doing nothing, and they're leaving it to the women to take care of everything, which... they do. It this begs island the just question, needs... what do you do with a drunken sailor? <laughs> God. I'm, Sorry. Yeah, no. That was way better than with the stupid shit I was going <laughs> to say. So this one woman named Mrs. Keys was kind of in charge. Mrs.? Mrs. Keys. Married. Mm-hmm. Mr. Okay. Keys was off dead or something. I don't remember. Uh, oh, by the way, the sailors, when they got drunk, they got hungry too, and they threatened to kill and eat the children. Uh, I mean, I'm but sure they it was didn't annoying to have kids around. They didn't because Mrs. Keys was really scary at this point, wearing a tiny strip of cloth with her hair all messy and her like legs were all cut up from the reef, and she was chasing them around and screaming at them. And they were like kind of scared of her because she sort of was a That's scary person. That's just my summer point. look. Yeah, <laughs> I respect that. Strip of cloth, crazy hair, screaming at men, <laughs> taking care of children. <gasps> One summer. Okay. All right. So these, and the children are still naked for some reason. I don't know why that's important. Because kids can just be naked. Who gives a shit? That's They're true. kids. So uh, Captain Greg starts a journal. That's Captain how we. Captain Greg? Yes. <laughs> is it a first name or is this like Captain last Ron? Name. Last okay. Name. His last name's Greg. Alexander With Greg. Two G's. If you care. Yeah. He starts keeping a journal. And that's how we know what was going on there. But he didn't get any, like, no ink washed on shore, just some, like, oil skin paper from the ship's logs. So what he used for ink was penguin blood, because what they soon discovered was that it was penguin mating season, and the penguins always went to this island because nobody was there. Was it cold? Yeah, this is south, south, south. It's like So these people are naked, and yeah. it's cold, and there's mm-hmm. penguins. Yeah, think, like, close to Antarctica, Far from either the southern part of South America or the southern part of South Africa. I'd kill myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Why? it's and it's always stormy and it's crappy. Yeah. It's a horrible place. It's like Jupiter. Yeah. Anyway, they find the penguins. They find the elephant seals that have come to eat on the penguins. Nothing's scared of people. So pretty soon they're clubbing all this shit and eating it and they're doing okay. We're right. getting by on just this. And he's writing the journal in penguin blood. They also discover these little birds that can't fly dodos on inaccessible boobies on inaccessible island where no human has more ever penguin been before. boobies <laughs> what are they oh my god i'm so boobies. you guys have scared me i don't want to say i'm sorry i'm barking boobies <laughs> okay. what are they called Hold on boobies no it's not a really exciting i name. think boobies can fly blue footed dodos they are called, sorry, Inaccessible Island Rails. Uh, the what? Inaccessible Rail. I told you it wasn't very exciting. <sighs> That's illegal from the ADA. Anyway, if you're curious, you they, they look like, I'm sure we'll put it up. They look like this. They're just these little birds. Do they look like, like birds? Mice with a... They look, they look like little oh, furry... Oh, I like them. They look like kiwis. Yeah, furry, cute kiwis. They don't have any wings. And the islanders just eat a shit ton of them because they're just little birds hopping around on the island. 
There's also a waterfall coming off the top of the volcano, so they have plenty of fresh water. So they do pretty well. At one point, all the sailors who are causing all the trouble... When is this volcano going to erupt? <laughs> uh, the sailors who are causing all the trouble decide to like go off and get them rescued. So the drunken sailors build a, a raft, and they have like a shipwright with them, so somebody knows how to build boats, and they like spend all this time... A what? A shipwright, somebody who makes ships. Oh. Yeah. Little like did a playwright, you know. but for boats. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And he starts building it, and all the women are like, you're not doing it right. Like, it's not going to work. And he's like, I'm a shipwright. Go back to your corner. I know the ship. You're a ship wrong. So he and all the problem sailors go off in their little boat that he built, and they're never seen again. Bye Uh, again. Bye, guys. And then meanwhile, uh, what's his name? Greg and a couple of other people. Lambert? No, Lambert was the guy who was the king. Never mind. Greg and a couple of other people build another boat with the women, and they sail off towards Tristan de Cunha because they finally figured out what's going on, that they're on an accessible island. Yay. And so they go around, and they're gone for like three weeks, and the remaining women and children are really scared. But then there's a boat on the horizon, Whoop. and a rescue ship comes back with their carpenter and their captain on it, and it's people who were just starting to settle Tristan de Cunha, and they're rescued, and they're brought back. And here's the weird part to me. I mean, all of this is pretty weird. But to this day, there are only seven last names on Tristan de Cunha. And four of them are the rescued people. Glass, Swain, Green, Greg, and Rogers. They were like the original settlers and they're still there. Like those are the still the people what? living there to this very day. And then like a couple Italians showed up. So there's Repetto and Lavaretto and then another American named Hagen came in the mid 1800s. And that's it. So those, who owns this island right now? It's um, Captain Ron. <laughs> it's British technically, mm. but well, they speak English and they just sort of do their own thing. And I think they're owned by somebody, but nobody cares. <gasps> I bet their accents are weird as fuck. They are. There is a YouTube video. They know that shit. Yeah. So they sound sort of like South African and, well, I'm not going to play this on the podcast, but anyway, this guy went there. Nobody goes there. There's no reason to go there. So these seven families are just chilling out, fishing. Fucking themselves. Fucking themselves (laughs) in circles. Yeah. Swiss family Robinson. There's there's like seven families. You're going to fuck a cousin. Exactly. Has nobody procreated? That's surprising to me. They've well, they procreated have. a lot, but oh. there's still only... But only like, in other? the 1940s, there were 200 people, and today there are 270. Damn. So the island's pretty crowded. That's a, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, inaccessible islands, still nobody can get there. Nobody goes there. Like, the National Geographic took three tries and finally landed one person on the tiny strip of beach, and he looked around. And the reason they were going there was to look up these inaccessible rails, because they were right. like reading this penguin blood journal and like, wait a second flightless birds on an island 1500 miles away from land where human beings have never been how the fuck did they get there that's crazy yeah and it turns out they're regular ass birds they did the dns dna studies they were regular ass birds who found this place and on the top of the volcano is all sorts of paradisical food like it's amazing up there if you could get up there there's all sorts of great shit and the birds just figured out how to like fly up to the top they got to the top and they just literally stayed and didn't fly anywhere else. And they just lost the ability to fly over hundreds of years. 
evolution. And now is they're crazy. just chilling up there, and they're the only people who really live. The only things that really live on the island. The end. They've got it made. Yeah. When the fucking when humans destroy everything, those birds will still be out there. Yep. Living their goddamn lives. Oh, I almost forgot a fun thing. Fun so fact. The Iron and Wine wrote that song about those flightless. God damn it. What's your fun fact? My fun fact is Napoleon, the. We. Oui. Yeah, we. Oui. He got exiled the second time when they meant it on yeah. St. Helena, right? Okay. St. Helena is like a thousand miles north of there. So it's also like this really remote island in, in the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. And anyway, that was when the people got rescued from Inaccessible Island. The first piece of news they got told was, guess what, guys? Napoleon died. Because that's like their neighbor. So this oh. the one piece of news they got was that Napoleon died on St. Helena, a thousand miles away. And the rescued people were like, I don't. <laughs> we don't even know <laughs> Food and water, is. please. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway. That's funny. I just think that's hilarious that that's the only piece of news they know. It's like if somebody came back from space right now and I'd be like, yo, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. <laughs> Done. Lindsay Lohan is about to have. I am so excited. For I am horrified. Why? Why? I thought that whatever she was doing was kind of like, oh, she's just being a goof. But now MTV's involved. And I didn't know that MTV. I'm going to watch that show so hard. I am too. That doesn't mean I'm like, I'm horrified because I know that I'm going to get dumped because I'm going to watch it too much. It's going to, I, what, Lohan's vacation Lohan's house? Lohan's house. Something. Is the that Mykonos it? Lohan I'm gonna Fiesta. Watch the San Antonio's yes. Fiesta featuring Lindsay <laughs> Lohan's Mykonos house. Complimentary Langua. Oh man, I love Langua. And somebody the I other day too. was like, "I can't do it," and I'm like, "Oh, it's so good." It, that's people who are like, "Oh, it's tongue," and then decide mm-hmm. that they don't like it. Like, yeah, have some tongue you. before Eat you it. bag it's it. It's delicious. Yeah, seriously, it is good. It's a good texture. That person's dumb. Who was it? I don't like him anymore. Do I know them? I don't like him. Who is? It? I do know them then. <gasps> Oh, got it. Who hates me? <laughs> For those of you listening at home, that was a really impressive game of charades. Three symbols. And, I oh, got it's it. still going. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yep. Sign language. Bro. I don't know who it is, but it's probably an inaccessible rail of a person. Inaccessible rail. I really love the name Inaccessible Island. Like. Oh, yeah. It's so perfect and just the way it is. It is. Just like Bruno it's Mars there. says. If you ever want to go somewhere where nobody else is, is, you can go there. <laughs> it's like the opposite of cheers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no <Exactly>. song plays. <laughs> it's probably dinosaurs on that extinct volcano. That's what I'm hoping. Oh, Why hasn't that Jurassic happened yet? Park. Yeah, probably. How would we know? Because you can't get a helicopter out that far. Girl, your account's suspended. Yeah, I know. For what? Mm. No, it's not my account. It's probably Winona porn. (laughs) Constant. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. What do you got? Speaking of people who don't want to be anywhere. uh, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. This is about Winona Ryder doing porn. Uh, this is the no. 
death. <laughs> she was just naked one time. She didn't. No. She didn't do porn. No. Leave free one out. Leave one out. Okay with her doing whatever she wants. So. Yeah. Well, even if it's porn. All women do whatever you want all the time. She would do it so tastefully it wouldn't be porn. Okay. Okay. We're both playing with friends right now. We clearly both want to yeah. have sex with Winona Ryder. Yeah. You do. Uh, Whitney, the story, please. Yes. <laughs> so this is about the death of Don Kemp. So okay. Don Kemp was born in 1947, and he was an ad exec in New York City, kind of like an 80s version of don draper almost he worked on like wolf of wall street. madison avenue yeah which like is wolf the street, of wall street but for ads yeah yeah probably doing cocaine throwing midgets as little people but in the okay. 80s they were i don't fine. know man <laughs> have you not seen wolf i don't wall think street? in terms of height you haven't wasted four hours of your life i loved wolf of wall street i felt like i liked it for two hours but the other hour and a half was a little much for me i put it on the background during a cocaine binge I just like the. Uh, I can't tell if you're serious or not. I'm so not serious. Okay. I have children. That and means they she's do all never the cocaine does in the house. Mean yeah. Anything. And they don't let me watch four-hour movies. Oh, that's true. Okay, so Don Kemp, like I said, worked yep. on Madison Avenue. He's an ad guy in the '80s, mm-hmm. and he's got this great life. Everything's going for him, and he gets into this fucking accident vanilla sky uh i don't know i know it has tom cruise and penelope cruise in it right why did vanilla sky pop out of your mouth i don't know <laughs> okay <laughs> I didn't sleep ignore last that night. i really didn't sleep last night okay i understand don kemp i really do so mm. he's had he has this great life until he gets in this horrible traffic accident okay that leaves him with debilitating injuries and he's all fucked up it takes him a few years to recover fully from this awful traffic accident like in vanilla sky and because of this traffic accident he kind of has his come to jesus moment and is like Mm -hmm. i don't want to be in new york anymore this this lifestyle is not for me. The traffic of yes, it all. Yes, it's just yeah. terrible. Why I oughta. And he meets Penelope Cruz. Yeah. It doesn't help. Yeah. So he decides to start fresh and moves and wants to move to Jackson Hole Valley in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. It's a good place. It's the nice part of Wyoming. Yeah. So this is in 1982. There's other nice places too. He. There's literally two other nice places in Wyoming. It's all great. Mm-hmm. All the states are great. America is beautiful. Oh, you worry about we're going to lose about real it. PC right That's now. That's why there's a state. song. You think about we're going to lose all 800 people who live in Wyoming? Oh my god, there's more than 800. There's at least a thousand. <laughs> Y'all. Depends on whether or not there's a Broncos game. Quit going alienating on. our Wyomans. During Broncos games, there's only two people. You're there. talking about like Broncos is in like just two horses. <laughs> so. He jumps in his Chevy Blazer. Sure, he does. To drive to Wyoming. So he already got the Blazer. So oh, Jay he was Simpson. Ready to go. It's a brand. No, that's a Bronco. It's Don't a Bronco. Buy this. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Every story, I'm gonna try to yell at 
you've been very successful. I know, I've been doing a good job. I'll go, I'll see myself. So, (laughs) he's driving to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. He makes it as far as Cheyenne, Wyoming. That's pretty close. And his goal on this trip is kind of, I want to say, Stephen King-esque. He's like, I'm going to go out in the mountains and write a book. Because he was obsessed with Abraham Lincoln. God, that's like 20% of the population of Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> it's all struggling authors. Mm-hmm. So. Who think they're cowboys. He goes out there and he's, he ends up going to this library because it kind of seems like he's starting to go crazy a little bit. Oh, wait. It's a museum, not a library. So, wait. He's still hanging out in Cheyenne? He's in Cheyenne. Yeah. There's a library and a museum. Where else could he be in Wyoming? Yeah. So while he's at this museum, he's not talking to anyone. He's kind of looking around, being kind of suspicious. It's not suspicious. That's what you do in museums. Well, that's true. That's true. You're supposed to look around. He is. He's not talking to any of the people there. (laughs) He's He's looking at the walls, looking at things, reading placards like a creep. Being a real asshole. So as this is happening, he's got his Chevy Blazer. OJ Simpson. Not to be confused with the Bronco. Uh, Ford Bronco. Fold with all of, filled with all of his shit. Um, he's looking around and then he's like, all right, I'm out of this museum. And as he's leaving, he leaves his briefcase behind. Ooh. Which is suspicious. Hmm. So that was November 16th in 1982. Okay. So he... Starts driving to Jackson Hole. And Lloyd Christmas is like, not today. I don't know what that means. Dumb and Dumber, dude. It's dumb and Dumber. Okay. I like that movie. It was a good, I, I like it's it. Movie. You said that real aggressive at me. Did I? Well, I just, I feel like I'm being, I'm internalizing some things. Go ahead. Okay. So. You're also externalizing some things. <laughs> <laughs> 10 a.m., November 16th, 1982. Highway patrolman Randy Teeters. Oh, come on. And his partner (laughs) come across an abandoned SUV. What's his partner's name? Randy Teeters? It doesn't say. Old Teeters. Teeters and Totters? Totters, Uh, probably. Uh, Teeters finds this abandoned SUV on a rural stretch of highway that's like completely surrounded by prairies and stuff it's like 40 miles away from any Mm -hmm. other place would you say it's inaccessible it isn't inaccessible but is not regularly accessed thank you you're welcome picture painted yes teeters got in there they find this car and the doors are open the car is still running it's full of stuff Except there's a few like clothing and items strewn out from the car. Mm-hmm. And obviously a whole bunch of shit still left in the car. So they're looking at it and they can't figure out really what's going on. Other than that, there's just this brand new Chevy Blazer abandoned on the side of the road still running. So they're thinking maybe it's somebody who was fucked up or maybe they're under medication or something happened to whoever was driving this car and they decided to leave it in like winter in Wyoming, negative temperatures to go walk through the woods. 
What? And so their footprints leading away from the car. Just one set or was... Just one set of footprints. Okay, so that's where Jesus we, carried yes, him. Yes, Jesus was walking, Sand you people. know. <laughs> that too. <laughs> that's much more likely in Wyoming. So they Snow find <laughs> these the footprints and they follow yeah. him for a little bit. They find a couple little things on the way. And then... Little things? like Yeah, just like small items like a sock. Or okay, so he's slowly just, playing strip hiker. Yeah. Okay. So they find they eventually come upon an abandoned barn that's six miles off of the highway, which is a very long ways to walk. Yeah. In freezing cold weather. Yeah. And in this barn, they find some wood that looks like somebody had tried to put a fire together but couldn't get it to light. And they're trying to figure all this shit out. And then a fucking blizzard blows in and they're like, okay, we have to abandon our looking for right now. And they leave. So after the blizzard is done, they come back and they keep looking around and don't find anything. They like heavily search everywhere around this car and they can't obviously they don't find anything so <laughs> sorry <laughs> several months after so this is don kemp this is the same guy he's gone yeah several months after he disappears his friend judy aiello i thought you were gonna say john kemp, john <laughs> kemp. judy aiello gets home from a vacation mm -hmm. and finds her answering machine has a few messages on it and the caller on the voicemail voice answering machine sounds panicked and is reading this number to her and saying like please call me back please call me back and so she's like oh okay it sounds like my friend Don wow I'm going to call him back she calls back this number that the person left and is like, hey, is this is Judy? Is Dawn there? And the guy goes, yes. And then immediately he says, no. What? And she goes, uh, well, can I can you have Dawn call me back if he's not there? And he just goes, yeah, and hangs up the phone. What's the area code? I don't, they don't list Good the Lord, number. Karina. <laughs> well, I want to solve it now. So, no, wait, but it is in Wyoming. Yeah. So she has the number. Trick question. No area. It's code. true. So. <laughs> Damn it. Aiello, question. Not, they don't have phones yet. Judy Aiello <laughs> is freaked out by this. Yeah. And calls Don Kemp's mom, Mary. Mm -hmm. And Mary is like, this is fucking weird. Calls the cops and gets them to trace the call back. And it turns out that this call was coming from a rented trailer in Casper, Wyoming. In Casper? Yeah. Wow. And a guy, the guy who lived there is named Mark Dennis. Two first names. Not uh, a good sign. Never. So Dennis, does. he's like, I didn't make the calls. I don't know what y'all are talking about. I've never heard of Don Kemp. And maybe somebody had maybe like broken into his house and used his phone without his knowledge. <laughs> 
sat around waiting for the phone to ring and answered it yeah okay anything like that he takes a polygraph test to prove that he's telling the truth Mm, and he passes but you know and so the authorities are like well you seem really cooperative and well we believe you um god see they wouldn't have solved silence of the lambs if they were like that that's true can't trust the polygraphs so mary kemp don's mom is still in the idea that dennis or that don didn't just die of exposure after he left the car something is going on and he's out there that dennis is a menace yes Yes. she's convinced dennis is a menace yes so mary a good one hires an attorney and drives out to dennis's trailer and is like i want you to talk to me he's like no i won't talk to you and three weeks later dennis moves well and they can't figure the out cops where? are just like i'm sure it's fine that's really normal to pick up and move three weeks after you were questioned by all this stuff yeah so and in, he was in a trailer right like he literally yeah. picked up and moved yeah okay left in 1985 this is like three years later. Kemp's. Do we know what month? Mm, I just want to know mean, if I was born yet. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. I, I could. F- I don't. Lisa feel can't like connect to the story until yeah. she knows. Yeah. So 1985, these hunters Good come year. upon this, these decomposed remains a couple miles from where the car was. Mm-hmm. Hot. They end up being Don Kemp's remains. From where the original car was? Yeah. Like within so a couple miles. Casper. Not near Casper. near Casper. No. Oh, so that other dude just found his wallet was crazy. Yeah. Maybe. Oh. But there were also sightings of Don in Casper, Wyoming by multiple people. Skinwalkers. Could have been skinwalkers. So Bigfoot. the autopsy of his See, remains... <laughs> show no signs of foul play and the authorities are like we're just totally cool with the idea that he walked into the woods and died in the blizzard that happened like the day after they found the car okay uh so So the weird part about it is that the place that they found his remains was that it had already been searched like they went over it in the snow though before the snow because they went six miles out so continuing uh (laughs) mary kemp don's mom never accepted his death until she died in 2014 so she was like i accept it i die I'm just kidding. <laughs> she didn't say that. She just died. Oh. And um, now I'll do what my son probably did. Yeah, exactly. And die. Missed, yeah. <laughs> missed opportunity. <laughs> um, someone found, there have been theories that somebody found Kemp's address book in his briefcase in the museum. And that about. he had uncovered something suspicious or something that nobody was supposed to know about the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. What? Who's going to... And that's why they treasure went bullshit. after him. No. 
Who? They're all dead. Nobody cares I'm, anymore. I'm just saying. What that's would it one do? Two, like the I government. said, two separate sightings of Kemp were reported in Casper in the months following his death his, discovery, or just following. Well, following after the car had been abandoned, and they just assumed he was dead. But before his remains were found, man, this could go like eight million different ways. Okay, so if he had one of the sightings was at an Abraham Lincoln exhibition. Okay, yeah, but see the thing. Okay, in Casper. So yes. the theory here. Let me follow this. Wait, there was an Abraham Lincoln exposition in Casper. What else are you gonna do in Casper? So, do you not like Abraham Lincoln? I mean, he's fine. Yeah, P H I N E. Whitney. No, Whitney. I don't Whitney. know. That's I think it's actually P H A T. This podcast has been going on pretty long. It's <laughs> <laughs> the first time we've had to Whitney. I'm know? sorry. <laughs> it was meant to be. Well, okay, so hold on. Let me get this theory. Yeah. Let me figure this out here. So uh, Don Kemp mm-hmm. uh, uncovers really scary secret shit about Lincoln's assassination, like his vice president ordered it or something that would shatter the nation, even though nobody would care anymore. Frederick Douglass did it. Frederick <laughs> Douglass did it, whatever it is. And, uh, so now somebody's stalking him or something. Mm-hmm. And the he government. somehow, get, the government gets him to pull on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And drags him to Casper, where they let him make a phone call and continue his Lincoln research until they change their minds, kill him, and drag him back to where the car was. Instead of, now follow me on this, just killing him in the first place. I mean, it's the government, man. I can't explain <laughs> what they saying. do. Okay, so wait, I don't get wait, what's wait, suspicious wait, wait, about wait, wait, this. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Let me tell you my theory here. Okay, what's your theory? Also, Whitney, are you are you done before we keep theorizing? Yeah, I'm done. Just the only other thing is, is there another following his death, some of his research notes were stolen because they found his briefcase or whatever. Bye. And the people who came into possession yeah. of these notes mm-hmm. died under suspicious circumstances. How do we know all that? Yeah. It says so right here. <laughs> I'm, being, I'm being a real Karina to your story, and I do apologize. And I'm uh, being a Lisa. Yeah, and that's fine. It's hey, good to be a Lisa sometimes. Musical chairs, guys. Yeah. Um, so yeah. here's my theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, homeboy definitely was bipolar, having a manic break. Like, mm-hmm. that's definitely what happened. Uh, he probably did get out of his vehicle and wander off. Uh, somebody picked him up. Possibly this, what was his name? Dennis. Dennis the, the Menace. Menace. Dennis Raider uh, picked <laughs> him up and then. Uh, That's a whole other thing. <laughs> and then like they hung out for a minute and that dude was like, whoa, an Abraham Lincoln convention. We got to go. And then the guy was like, man, this guy's really fucking annoying. And then, <laughs> oh boy, he's like, and, and then that guy, no, that guy was like, ah, uh, you gotta go. Dennis is like, you gotta go. And then Mark Wahlberg is like, okay, I'm gonna go back to my car and die out there because my stuff but is there. But he just couldn't get back to his car. Maybe he killed himself. Maybe he thought he had stumbled upon the truth about See, Abraham Lincoln's assassination, and then he went to the Lincoln Museum and he realized that the weight of the it got paranoid and he killed himself and then Dennis the Menace was like shit they're going to pin Most this on me cuz they're circling around me i'm just going to No i think this he went back, back to car. his car and killed himself 
Because oh, no, like, he was two miles Casper from his car still. His belongings were there. On his way back, He maybe. probably grabbed something that he loved, that he cared about, and then wandered into the woods. And then got rid of a couple socks on the way. People on Reddit totally all think that did he did commit suicide. No, I didn't. Okay. But I did a bunch of research and went and looked at multiple sources. And a bunch of people, they're like, this sounds like suicide to me. Yeah, totally. Agree. Yeah. You just leave your shit well, and walk into the woods and die of suicide exposure. Suicide exposure? Mm-hmm, I've seen I'm too much suicide. It. I've got to die now. Yeah. Suicide exposure was a really good band. Is yeah, it? do you know them? Mm-mm. Have you heard of them? No, but I know that improv troupe. I had an <laughs> air bubble and it just fit exactly what was happening just then. Okay. My dad calls them throat cookies. <laughs> that's disgusting it's real gross <laughs> you know you have it in your throat and you sound like this for a yeah, little bit just not a cookie. yeah Why it's called it? a throat cookie oh could maybe because you sound like cookie monster i don't know man i'm sorry i'm playing footsie with you yeah. still thinking about winona rider okay oh, touch the fridge okay <laughs> speaking of the woods <gasps> okay don't go into the woods I want to talk about the Edgewood Arsenal human experiments. A human experiment, my favorite. So this is uh, just a really long story. So I'm going (laughs) to do my best to skim. Okay. But basically, after World War II, some dudes found some... (laughs) I literally wrote some dudes. (laughs) Some dudes. After World War II, uh, some dudes found tests run by the Nazis involving nerve gases. They tested them on some PFCs. That's like Wait, they actually ran out the tests that they found from the Nazis? The nerve gases? Yeah, they yeah. tested them on people. That's what this whole thing's about, is wow. them testing. So basically, it's LSD, THC. Those are like the two main ones. Sure. And there's also this one that's BZ and then benzos. And the BZ one kind of makes you feel like you're dead. Cool. Um, but they tested this on like 7,000... Army folk, and then 1,000 civilians. Anyway, we'll get to that. Wow. Okay. So th- this whole idea is that uh, psychological warfare was the next step in warfare. Yeah, make them crazy. Um, but we all know, like, we've all heard, like, Nazis were doing this. And mm-hmm. then Americans were like, we're going to bust the doors down on these Nazis. And then they were like, oh, shit, these are good ideas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So then they, like, mescaline LSD tested on human subjects at Camp King in Germany. I don't know why. Which subjects? Like, prisoners of war? No, these are, like... Voluntary Yeah, like, privates in the army. Our own army people. Yes. Okay. Um, As they are... We'll get into the legalities of it, but they are medical volunteers... Right. Medical experimental volunteers. Or They're whatever. conscripted volunteers. Got it. They uh, <laughs> had a they had a job to do to serve our country. Um, God bless. Them. So they're test they're they're testing Full these humans uh, at Camp King in Germany, and I don't know why we're doing drugs because this is also uh, in the late forties, early fifties. So I don't know why we're doing drugs in Germany in the late forties, early fifties. Like that's not gonna fuck you up. Anyway, just a bunch of silly and murky scarecrow <laughs> motherfuckers. I don't know what that means either. Because they just had like a holocaust. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Are y'all forgetting? Oh, you guys don't believe in the Holocaust? <laughs> I'm saving that for a future episode. No, you're not. <laughs> no, not. I will not be here for that. <laughs> no. uh, so in 1959. Wait, this was 10 years later? Yeah. So this went on from, uh, let's see, 48 to 75. 75? Yes. Wow. And in 75, it abruptly stopped. What month? <laughs> you're not that much older than me. I am. No, you're not. Uh, not in my world. 78. Um, yeah. Well, then sh- what are you doing with the month thing? I'm just being a jerk. <sighs> <laughs> my word. Okay. <laughs> so um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Where am I? Okay. So in 1959, mm-hmm. which like people are starting to kind of be like, uh, I might be fucked up from this. Right. So in 59. Well, by then, like, Kinsey was doing, s- not Kinsey. Uh, Kinsey was probably, yeah, Kinsey was around 59. Was Kinsey the but LSD guy? Or no. Is he the, he's the sex guy. Leary. Leary, that's who I want to be. Yeah. I mean, sex research has nothing to do with I feel this. weird that I know Leary. Why? I feel like that's CJ's influence on me. Anyway. Oh, he's super famous. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I like you don't I've have known to be, like, it, but weird. I just I don't think it would have been like at the top of my head cuz mm. I forget things often. I've never done drugs though. So Oh, good I'm for you. Lying. I'm so lying. The clean living is really um apparent. Yeah, it's real uh I'm I'm on the keto diet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I haven't done drugs. So okay. in 59 General William Creasy gross testifies hey this is the future the tesla of warfare baby uh (laughs) i wrote this myself normally i just read from the wikipedia article but this is what happens when i don't and the psychiatrist in harvard uh e james lieberman mm -mm, uh is like i don't oh lisa i wrote this at 1 30 in the morning last night and it fucking shows basically i said and the psychiatrist from harvard goes i don't like those apples you know like the movie i get it thank you uh and publishes a piece in uh the 1962 uh the night in 1962 in the bulletin of the atomic scientist saying okay but also this is super classified insert some shade there uh and it's not even addressing the moral implications of handing out lsd and mescaline to these guys okay the actual quote is, there are moral uh, imponderables, such as whether insanity, temporary or permanent, is a more humane military threat than the usual afflictions of war. Basically saying, hey, if you get shot in the leg, isn't that less aggressive than fucking your mind up? Well, if your mind got fucked up in a way that you don't feel the pain of getting shot in the leg, aren't we doing you a favor? That sounds kind of lobotomy-y. Well, you want to feel the pain. You do? You got to feel the pain. Mm. (laughs) You do. So they're not... But they're talking about like just fucking with people. Okay. Not fucking with people for the... For like helping them. No, I know. But they're fucking... Because they do... Like that happens. Like what you just described happens. Yes. Like if I lose my legs, someone's going to hold a mirror up to me and be like, look, you have two legs. You know what I mean? If you have phantom pains, did you know that? I found that out from a wrestler this weekend. Wait, what? Yeah. So like if you get your arm cut off, if you get your right arm cut off and your left arm 
like you feel you have that phantom pain phantom limb yeah and you feel like your your uh right hand is like clenching really hard yeah what they'll do is they'll hold a mirror up to you and you feel like you have oh. both hands and so you can clinch your left hand and release, and then release it, it and then you and think it releases your brain. this pain it's insane that's to think amazing about. that's cool though yeah okay. that's real cool wrestlers are cool y'all um <laughs> So anyway, these experiments took place from 48 to 75. I covered that. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, LSD, benzos, THC, BZ. Uh, roughly 7,000 personnel and 1,000 civilians were in on these tests. Um, honestly, civilians? Mm-hmm. Damn. Which is probably like wives of these Ooh. guys. Yeah, how did they do that? It yeah. wasn't volunteer-based? It was. Okay, so mm-hmm. they're like... They tell them what they were giving them? Well, I mean, honestly, if you're telling me you're giving me benzos as a test, I'm signing up yesterday. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but or like yesterday, THC. you didn't even know what benzos were. That's true. Now, mm. now LSD, I'm not signing up. But also, mm-hmm. I don't think they knew. Like, Also, there was... Okay, so these are the experiment categories. Riot control compounds, which was like the BZ... Um, I'll get into that in a minute. Protective equipment and clothing. So they were also testing like different textiles, different like, uh, I forget what that's called. Um, But anyway, they would also do like, yeah, bulletproof bulletproof with acid. Like, what is it? Yes. Like, what do you have to wear? My dad. Smallpox blankets. uh, Gomez. Gore-Tex? Gore-Tex. God damn. Thank you. Yes. Gomez. Gomez. I said Gomex. Whatever. Wow. I racist. Would. I'm saying go Mexico. I don't know how that's racist. Um, God damn. They would also racist do America. visual studies, sleep defri- deprivation, etc. Uh, lethal compounds. I don't know what that means exactly. Hmm. Uh, incapacitating compounds. Human factors tests, like the ability to follow instructions, basically like th- like torture shit. Okay. Um, let's see. Effects of drugs and environmental stress on human psychological mechanisms. Fuck. What? That just... It sounds like all the worst things you would ever want to do while on drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'm already a big wuss when it comes to anything other than, like, weed. Weed. And I, I I couldn't handle that, especially the street sleep deprivation. That's what I'm oh, thinking yeah. of is I, I will go to bed at nine o'clock tonight. Mm. No, I won't. We'll still be recording, <laughs> but I would. Um, so they also were doing uh, tests on. So the riot control I mentioned earlier, they were doing tests on tear, gra- tear gas uh, and mustard agents. Some people had topical tear gas, uh, like rubbed onto their skin. Ow. And tear gas dropped into their eyes. Oh. Like Wait, that's what it's. No, they were. There was aerosol as well. Yeah, but, but they these are like just drops. concentrated. That can make you dro- go blind, right? right? Mm-hmm. Did they do that? I don't know. Uh, so a lot of these things, like. Honestly, from what I've read, there's no real like this is exactly what happened. And we'll get to why in a minute. Uh, most of these experiments involved tests of protective equipment and subjects ability to perform military tax tasks during exposure. So this was not only like, okay. how do we use this against enemies? But like, what do we do if enemies use this against yeah. us? Can we take it? Yeah. yeah. How big is our dick? Um, it's like 
I have feelings. You know, when you're training in karate or whatever and they hit you a bunch so you can know what it feels like to get hit. Sure. Or cops getting tased. It's like that except tear gas in your eyes. Yeah. What did you ask me earlier about 1975? What month? Is I'm it the best year? Tell you. Yeah. September. Thank you. 1975. The Medical Research Volunteer Program, is what it was called, was discontinued and all resident volunteers were removed from the Edgewood installation. The founder and director of the program, Dr. Van Murray Sim, was called before Congress and chastised by outraged lawmakers who questioned the absence of follow-up care for the human volunteers. What? There was no follow-up care. So, so like he's like our Mengele. He's just like yes, testing for yes. without even... Okay. He's our Nazi doctor. He's bad, Sim. Um, an army investigation subsequently found no evidence of serious injuries or deaths associated with the... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but can we trust it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, they deplored both the recruiting process and the uh, informed consent approach, which they characterized as suggesting possible coercion. So they were like, yeah. we were a little maybe, but like, it's fine. Um, Do it or else. Yeah, so uh, 82 to 85, the Institute of Medicine report said, and this is just a timeline of like who said what, and then we're going to get into the legalities of it all in lawsuits. Uh, So 82 to 85, whether the subjects of Edgewood incurred these changes, depression, cognitive deficits, tendency to suicide, and to what extent they might now show these effects are not known. With regard specifically to BZ and related compounds, the IOM, Institute of Medicine, uh, study concluded that available data suggests that long-term toxic effects and or delayed whatever are unlikely. Sequoia? Sequela? I don't know. Yeah. That's not a fucking Sequoia? word. Sound it out. That's a, I don't, S-E-Q-U-E-L-L-A-E. Sequelae? That's what I said. Y'all are all acting. Did I said you? a mix of what you two both just said. I have no idea what that means. I don't either. Sequelae, what is, is Y'all what are the I'll smartest people child. I know. It's like the plural of sequ- <laughs> You spilled on you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> uh, and then in 2004, the, GO, the GAO, the Government Accounting Office report, said this program involved testing nerve agents, the nerve agents, antidotes, psychochemicals, and irritants. The chemicals were given to volunteer. So this is all saying the same shit. Um, but then it says that uh, the GAO concluded that precise information on the scope and the magnitude of tests involving human subjects was not available, and the exact number of human subjects may never be known. So even though they're saying 7,000 and 1,000, that could possibly be complete horseshit. Okay. So. So it's supposed to be roughly 8,000 people, possibly more. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. all classified as fuck or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, all of the. Shouldn't it be declassified by now? They've declassified like deep throat. Mm. That was about the same time. So research subjects all signed informed consent forms, both a general one and another related to any experiment they were to participate in. So they like did a really good job of covering their ass. Um, The U.S. Army believed that legal liability could be avoided by concealing these experiments. However, once the experiments were uncovered, the U.S. Senate also concluded questionable legality of the experiments and strongly condemned them. Um, okay. So what, who got thrown in jail? Well, 
in 2009. <laughs> what year did they get condemned? When did all that it happen? It was 48 or 43. I don't, I get numbers. Okay, so all probably. of this discovery till 45. Okay. Yeah. 75 was where it got cut off. Okay. Okay. Um, so in 2009, a lawsuit was filed by veterans' rights organizations, Vietnam Veterans of America, and Swords to Plowshares. Sure. And what? Swords to Plowshares. I don't know what that is. I don't either. Some hippie 70s thing. Um, the complaint asked the court to determine that defendants' actions were illegal and that the defendants have a duty to notify all victims and to provide them with health care. Um, the plaintiffs cited. But that's like 25 years later. And aren't they oh, yeah. getting VA? I mean, not that that's awesome, but. I mean, that's who's like. Well, 7,000 of them, right? But what about the other volunteers? Oh, yeah, yeah the, the other thousands. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, the plaintiffs cited, cited the use of troops to test nerve gas, psychochemicals, and thousands of other toxic chemicals and biological substances, a failure to secure informed consent, and other widespread failures to follow the precepts of u.s and international law regarding the use of human subjects a refusal to satisfy their legal and moral obligations to locate the victims of experiments or to provide health care or compensation to them yeah uh on july 24 2013 uh united states district court judge claudia wilkin issued an order granting in part and denying in part Plaintiff's motion for summary judgment and granting in part and denying in part defendant's motion for summary judgment. Can you so summarize uh, yeah. that? <laughs> what so does like that mean? She kind of sort of said that you were sort of bad, kind of. Yeah, like uh, the court resolved all the remaining claims in the case and uh, vacated trial. So like. So like, yeah, some bad so shit went down, but yes, we're, it's confusing it's and we give shit up. Over and over and over where they're like, mm, something happened, but it's OK. Did and anybody receive anything other than just extended health care? Uh, no. Well, that's a bummer for them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because the, like, even though they put people through, like, this horrific shit because they had them sign these papers, possibly under coercion, they're like, the, legally, they can't do anything about it. So, like, they fucked up 8,000 to however many people. And for what? Well, have we used psychological yeah, warfare? Is it, they could be using it right now. Um, so I'm not defending it. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm trying to think of plausible this actually, uses. Um, is me talking MK Ultra light. Okay. Right. Just like the cigarettes you smoke. God, MK Ultra light. I'm so. Wow! I wanted to say that so bad today. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yes, and I, I don't. I almost bought some, and I didn't. Good for Good you. Good for you. No, I quit six months ago. Wow. I quit a couple years ago. Yeah. I do keep MK Ultra in my app. So. I think I still have a real old pack of crushes in my fucking yeah. smoke uh, them, dude. Car. An old pack of Camel Crushes. I would smoke one like so five fucking years hard. Old. A five-year-old pack of Camel Crushes. Like we could burn some incense. And what if they were all pre-crushed? Is your youngest daughter younger than that pack of cigarettes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got kids younger than those cigarettes. I've bred since I <laughs> Oh, hold on. Bread. Wait, talk some more. Okay. 
Your mic went out. Oh, no, you turned, I it, turned off. it off. Okay. <laughs> oh man, that was a good line. No. Well. Well, you muted yourself. I did well, it to myself because I was burping. This is me one more time saying the government is bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's but okay. this time I did have facts to back it up. No, that was very well researched yeah. and very plausible and not plausible, but like no, likely it's, plausible. It's, it's for real. And we no, 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 I didn't say it wasn't. <laughs> oh, it's for real. I was going the other way. I was saying it's for real and it's getting covered up and it's a shame. It's so plausible. It's real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's our new motto. That's a good so argument. So plausible is real. Yes. Lisa so fresh and so clean. is real. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>